Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome. You are just waiting for it, weren't you? Yeah, I was, I was totally waiting for that. <laughs> Sometimes I startle her with my, my <laughs> introduction. Hey! <laughs> well, hey, my friends. What's going on? So I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hey, guys. And today we're going to talk about how to set healthy boundaries as an empathic person or a sensitive person during the holiday season. Setting healthy boundaries is not usually the empathic person's strong suit, if we're yeah. honest, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's uh, it becomes a legitimate necessity mm-hmm. if if we are to also enjoy the holidays. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, I'm very excited <clears throat> to announce I've got this cool new opportunity to write for this pretty popular website called Spirit Science. I'm going to be kind of an official writer for them. Yay! But anyway, I'm not just trying to brag. There's a point to me saying that. So my very first article I'm writing, in fact, I wrote it this morning, is on this exact topic. And I thought it would be perfect to kind of share with you guys as well and get Patty's take because this is not going to be just a simple copy of the article. It's just going to be, it's just sort of the idea for the topic in podcast format with Patty's uh, energy into it as well. Yes. <laughs> okay. And my opinions. Yeah, part of me, my friends, I just got done with a float session and I feel a bit spacey. Uh, that's a flotation tank. That's where you lay in about eight inches of water that contains like 10,000, was it 10,000? A lot of salt. Like thousands of pounds or something crazy of, of, uh, of Epsom salt. So you float there and it's silent and it's completely pitch black and you're just floating there and the water is warm to your own temperature. So it puts you in the meditative state big time, very quickly. Um, and I feel a little bit spacey. So just bear with me, please. But with all that said, let's go ahead and get right into it, love. So the number one thing I would say is to have extra, to like, to take time for extra self-care. Now, this is kind of obvious and not everyone wants to hear this, but I'm going to share with you, I would say, practical ways, like what I really mean by that in a practical sense. So, for example, when I was er earlier in my, my awakening journey, when I was really sensitive, my body would give me pretty clear signals that, you're getting tired, mm. you're getting drained, you, you should probably rest yourself. But because I found it frustrating to have to always go and rest myself because it wouldn't make sense why I felt so tired, I would ignore my body's signals. But that would cause me to get like really burnt out. And then going through a stressful holiday sort of series of parties or whatever, when you're exhausted, it just makes it all that much worse. Would you agree? I agree. Are you listening? Are you there, Bueller? Bueller? I, I am listening. Yes. Am I coming off too spacey? No. I'm feeling like... Are I'm you feeling spacey? Am little, I going to have to ground you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So... Um, yeah. That, I, I, it, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, uh, especially when you have like big families. Like I come from a big family and uh, Victor does not. He's got one sister and... And that's it. It's getting bigger now because we all have kids now and yeah. stuff. But when he would come to like my family, like even just a birthday party, I have four siblings. So like a birthday party with the four siblings plus their significant others and their kids. And it's like a group of like 10 or 15 people just for like a birthday, you know. So for even just, a, you know, a birthday, not necessarily Thanksgiving when it's aunts and uncles and all that stuff, um, it, it would be very exhausting for for. You especially love. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Just what I so what I what I mean by extra self care? Do I, am, I, am I implying that I do a bunch of yoga or meditate before going and after going? No, not really. Even though that would probably be helpful, obviously. But what I mean is that when I become aware, when my body starts to let me know that you're getting a bit tired, I take proactive measures, and that could be a simple matter of like slipping out and going and going into the restroom and just straight up chilling for five minutes and like resting my mind and breathing or stepping outside or going into maybe a quieter conversation circle where I can just kind of sit there and listen and not mm-hmm. really even have to talk. It's about being kind of clever and just, just sort of managing my energy. And but, but again, for me to do that, it took me years of getting burnt out before I, I, I accepted the fact that I would have to do this. Because to me, it seemed like a big pain in the butt. Like, why should I have to go meditate after an hour of just sitting here talking, it made no sense to me. But but that was my reality, and I could ignore it all I want, and then suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, okay, this it is what it is. Uh, maybe I'm like, in some, in some ways, like an eighty year old person that needs to just rest <laughs> all the time. But that's kind of where I'm at <laughs> in these situations. And but by but I, they get the point. I'm gonna going in circles here. No, it's good. Would you agree? Yeah. Like you do the same I, thing. You slip away and do rapé now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, um, I, I never, I didn't used to have to do that, um, as much, but, uh, now I notice like if I'm li- like talking with someone and I'm popping out of my body <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is, this is a conversation I need to get out of quickly. Yeah. Then I'll just excuse myself and go to the bathroom or, you know, right. Whatever. There's, there's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's like for, for one, it does take energy to present yourself to a group of people and to kind mm-hmm. of be your best, be on point and be attentive and listen. There's also as an empath, there's a lot of awareness of all the different emotions and all the different energies. And that in itself can be kind of, draining and the combination is just it can be a very a very a, a quickly it can quickly become very overstimulating yeah to, es- to a person especially when it's like for us like we live out of state from all our family so when we go and visit the family like we are kind of catching up you know it's it's, yeah. it's a lot of like oh what have you been doing in the last like year or six months since we've talked to you you know and right. so um sometimes that can be a really joyful conversation and sometimes it can be a very challenging conversation to be a part of because you know if somebody's dealing with a lot um then and as an empath you're going to absorb that energy when they are in that when you're in that conversation yeah. you know so like this this advice is wise to apply in everyday life but mm-hmm. even more so during the holiday season where all these these uh you know circumstances are just kind of amplified yeah significantly i, I feel like to um this is just like a little side note that popped in my head i feel like um empathic people ha- their challenge is not absorbing other people's energy, just random people. But I also, I feel like because there's a connection with family, um, even if it's just DNA, you're sharing DNA, I feel like it's a little bit more challenging to um, not, to like protect your own energy, you know, in that setting. Why? Why do you think that? I don't know. I just, it just feels that way for me. What do you you're, so you're saying? 
I feel like because you're so more connected with your family than a complete stranger, mm-hmm. you're more open to to absorbing their energy. Like entanglement, energetic yes, entanglement. Yes, yes, energetic yeah. entanglement. Thank you. And that, that'll kind of lead us into our suggestion number two, I would say, is take advantage of the growth opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because of what you said, it reminded, and I said this before, it might sound kind of dorky, but I had this, this cool uh, ther- drug therapist a long time ago when I was like 18 years old. His name was Vinnie Richards, this badass from New York, this cool New York accent. He'd say, Victor, he'd say, the reason why, no, I, I can't mimic his voice, but, <laughs> but he would basically say like, the reason your family is so good at pushing your buttons is because they're the ones who installed them, he would say. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of right. It's so, true. So the, the holiday season can be abundant with button pressing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And but, but what I would say to you, my friends, is take advantage of that. Is it uncomfortable to be triggered by people? Yes. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're already feeling kind of drained and overwhelmed. However, it is an opportunity to say, well, why am I reacting this way? Mm-hmm. And if you can take responsibility for your emotional response, regardless of what they said or did or he or he, she or what, um, you can, you can learn something about yourself mm-hmm. and you can oftentimes experience a nice, a nice deep healing right then and there. Yeah. Maybe not right then and there, but from the, yeah. as a result. Maybe after. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be doing any deep healing work. Yeah. Then. It's like Bashar. We, we listen to this, well, I listen to this guy named Bashar. He's a channeler and he always says that if I was to come over to you and say, oh my, I cannot stand your green shirt, but I'm wearing a red shirt. He says, would that bother you? And he'd say, of course not, because the because I wouldn't agree. I'd say, I'm wearing a red shirt. This person's colorblind. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. But if, if someone says, oh, I don't know if you possess enough strength to succeed in that dream you just shared with me. Oh, that mm-hmm. might cut like a knife. But mm-hmm. why is that? Well, well, because there's a part of you that might agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. And, and if you get that emotional charge when someone says something that cuts into you like that, you can say, okay, well, there's a part of me that unfortunately aligns with that message that I don't want to agree with, but part of me does. So where did that come from? And, and what, how can I explore that within myself? And just that's, it's like a clue. That triggered situation is a clue to a potential healing that you can have as a result. And then you could, you could learn a lot and grow a lot from the people that piss you off during the holidays. Yes. You got nothing? Well, I'm start. I, well, I did. You spacing out over there, spacing. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. But I was starting to think about you know like people that come from narcissistic parents and and have narcissistic family members. But I think that might go into the next. I'm not sure it does. So what were you going to say? Because that that is a different end of the spectrum where my advice might really not be valuable because well, sometimes people are just you know really really rude and blunt and, and negative and then that would require that's like i would say require a different course of action yeah well and um if you have narcissistic people in, in your life in your in your family and they say th- something that is hurtful um, sometimes just looking at it from the perspective of that, this isn't even about me, this is just about them. And, um, 
and trying not to be triggered by that, even though sometimes it's really hard, especially if they're touching on, like you said, like you share something with them and they're like, well, I don't think you have the strength. That's a total, that's a very narcissistic uh, response. Yeah. Um, but, um, even if you're triggered, you can still look at it from the perspective that Victor shared, but you can also look at it from the perspective of that this isn't even about me. This is about yes. them because they don't want you to succeed because that makes them feel bad. Right. Yeah. And that's, and then I think it's very important to look honestly because a lot of times I think that would be an easy conclusion. Well, it's not about me. It's about them. Yeah. A lot of times it is about both of us, but there are times... There are exceptions to that rule, I yeah. would say. Yeah. And then, but they're still learning, I would say, from that. You could say it's an for opportunity sure. to come into your power and to maybe stand up for yourself and say, you know what, I don't appreciate that comment or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. There's there's a reason why you would align with that exact conversation. Um, and even if it's to, maybe, maybe it's to say, you know what, why am I here in the first place? Mm-hmm. Why did I, uh, why did I obligate myself to come around these people who treat me so poorly mm-hmm. and I'm next year I'm going to do something different you know so there's always something to gain yeah, there's always a learning to be had you know yeah in, in every situation even if it's um simply just like I'm not going to come to Thanksgiving or Christmas next year I'm gonna yeah. plan a trip to uh Costa Rica or something yeah right right <laughs> balance that out right away yeah, yeah but I would say earlier in our journey we were triggered a lot by both of our families. Mm-hmm. And, and and at that time, the reason I kind of made this point, at that time, we were like, wow, I just don't want to be around them. Yeah. They're just negative. They're they're just... They're this, they're th- that. They're that, yeah. they're exactly. So we're going to not go around them. Mm-hmm. But um, now that I, I can look back, I can see it was a lot, most of it was just us. Mm-hmm. Us not wanting to face the things in ourselves that they mirrored for us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Every, every person that you come in contact with is a reflection of yourself, you know, because we're all one, we're all connected. And so, um, if you look at people from that perspective, then they're just mirroring back to you something inside of you that needs to be transcended or healed or, you know, just looked at and examined. Yeah. You know, you can say, Oh, I don't like that about myself. Or you say, hey, you know what? This is a part of me and I do enjoy the fact that maybe I talk too much sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and whatever's coming up, it, it's it'll come up again in yeah. a different circumstance if you don't face it. Mm-hmm. If it's something, in, if it's in your highest good to heal that, it will come back again and again and again until it's yeah. healed. Right. But that was a big, uh, we'll move on, but that was a big shift for us is yeah. to really say, oh, wow, the reason I'm getting so triggered, it's not really them, it's me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a hard thing to actually do, especially when they're being really mean and nasty, which yeah. we fortunately, we didn't have to deal with that, yeah. you know? Um, one, one thing that I will share, um, and then we can move on, cool. is that um, uh, when I was in uh, therapy, I would always say, well, she does this and she does that. And when I was talking about my mom and uh, my therapist said, well, when you're pointing your finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back at yourself. So there's only one pointing at them, three pointing at you. So you have to have some part in whatever it is. Right. I like that. Beautiful. 
<laughs> so we'll go ahead and move on. We, we're going to get into a couple of more practical bits of advice, and then the last one will be a little bit deeper if you're looking for that. So I wrote down here, don't overextend yourself. This is something that empathic people have the tendency to do, ourselves included. Mm -hmm. um, for example, we're going to be going to Michigan in a few days. What, next Wednesday, like a week from now? Yeah. Like three or four oh, days. Well, either way, yeah, three or four okay. days from now, we're going to be bouncing and going to Michigan to see family. And we're going to be there for only three or four days. And already I have my mind like, ooh, I could meet up with this person. I could do this mm -hmm. and this and this and this. But it's very easy to kind of overextend myself, our, ourselves yeah. going there. But then the reality of when we're, we have three kids in tow and we have and the energy, these different engagements take upon us. And just being like really self-aware of like how, what's the reality of this commitment going to feel like? Mm -hmm. And thinking about all that before we say, hey, let's let's meet up for a coffee with right. so-and-so. Yeah. Right? And just being really aware. Yeah. And, and or like um, my aunt does Thanksgiving every year and I, I, we're traveling and I was almost, I was going to offer to like bring a dish to like help her out, you right. know, but that would have been just insane for me like to how? try. Where are you even cook I would the have had dish? to go to the store. I would have had to buy a dish. I would have had to do all kinds of stuff that I just didn't don't have time for. Right. And before I like <clears throat> picked up my phone to start to text her, and I was like, "Whoa, you got to back up and you just think about how chaotic that would be if she even says yes." You know, right. like, don't do that to yourself or, or your family. That's like not right, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because just, just going to the different engagements in it, you know, in as we all know, is a in lot. itself is mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Especially too, because like my, my aunt lives like an hour away from where we're going to be staying. <laughs> so it's mm -hmm. like a long drive and a long, you know, it's like a very long day yeah. for us on, on Thanksgiving. Anyway. Right. And, but you know what, this is, this is like a, this will sort of uh, present the, the issue that in order to successfully not overextend ourselves, we have to learn to say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to, 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 yeah. And what helped me and Patty with this is it's almost like cheating, I think, but we have had, we had children. <laughs> children are a great excuse to say, you know what, we got to go. And anyone else with kids say, oh, yeah, we understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, regardless, you don't have to wait till you have kids to do this. You can ha use your puppy. Use a puppy. As you don't your have to lie. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> but just like, like, for example, because we have kids and because we see multiple, not multiple, both sides of our family for each holiday, mm -hmm. um, it, it's a lot. It, one of them is a lot for, for everyone, even them involved. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're quick to say, you know what, when we're feeling tired and the kids are getting kind of round up, you know, riled up, we say we're going to leave. Even if people are still kind of hanging out and, and the, the day is not quite done, we we have enough, you know, we, we honor ourselves enough and where we say we're going to leave. Mm -hmm. And that can be uncomfortable. Sometimes people give you a look like, oh, you're already leaving? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, we're already leaving. Yeah. Deal with it. And it was easier for us to do that when, um, when we lived in, in, in the same area as our families. So I'm, I'm curious how we'll do that this year. <laughs> if that, well, you know. this year's different. I don't think it'll be, a, I think it'll be fine this year regardless, yeah. you know, and it won't be, we won't have to, I'd say we've come, we've come a long, come a long way, but we don't really have to strategize for yeah. these kind of events anymore. It's just going to be nice and pleasant and kind of go with the flow. Yeah. It's also too, another thing, this is like totally unrelated to what we were talking about, but your mindset going in 
to the experience of family holidays things, the way that you perceive it before you go in has so much power. If you go in going, oh God, this is going to suck. They're going to drain me. They're fucking energy vampires. They're going to suck the life out of me. It, that's going to be your experience. Yes. If you go in and say, oh my gosh, this is going to be just so beautiful. I get to connect with my family and I get opportunities to uh, look at myself if I feel triggered. It, guaranteed, you're probably not even going to feel triggered because you're going to go in with such a different mindset. And um, you're, yeah, your mind is very powerful. Yes, that's that's. I'm glad you. That's a whole other point we didn't we didn't write we down. Didn't but even, that's I, like huge, and I think yeah. that is why we are we don't have these issues anymore. Right, we're going yeah. in around our family or anybody or crowds of people. It's because we focus on the the, the positives, which are yeah. always there. Yeah. And I used to I used to do. I know the reason she said that is because of how <laughs> I used to get. <laughs> oh my god! Like like the day before, he'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, her family is so big, mind you, and there's always every weekend there's some kind of event. No, you gotta, uh, well, go to. at some point it got to be like where the, we were doing a lot. Yeah, and her know. family's totally cool, but 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 I would I would dread it because, it, you know, I would just dread it, and I would get all worked up and say, "Oh my goodness!" But I'd always insist on having a time and, to get leave. And what happened every time we would we would go? What would you say? Oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, well, that sort of contradicts our whole point there, but you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, but no, you would take it to the extreme. I think most yeah. people won't. But no, we that. we have found that when we go in, and we don't have to make ourselves have a positive mindset. We just sort of choose to look forward to to certain things associated with these gatherings, mm-hmm. and then we tend to align ourselves with those positive attributes rather than, uh, you know, the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big one. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> and it doesn't hurt sometimes. We wrote down here, be like James Bond. Oh, sneaky. What does snakes. that mean to you? Like, uh, be like a. Be like clever. A, yeah, be like a spy. Like, like. No, nope, that's. Are, what a weak attempt at a joke. Want me to just <laughs> cut you off now? Please do. No, we mean like be be smart, be clever. Sometimes, like sometimes there, you have to like create openings for you to go off and have your self care, or or come up with a, a, a like a a good way of phrasing the fact that you're going to be leaving early and in in a way that's mindful to those who might want you to stay longer at the same time accomplishing your goal of leaving early to preserve just for your own sake. Mm-hmm. So just be really like, take time to be like real clever and like we're all smart people. We can, we can see opportunities to kind of make the experience as best as possible for both parties, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but again, that would determine, that would, that for that to really be effective, you have to have that more positive mindset. If you go in there thinking, oh my God, we're screwed, blah, 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 then it's, then you sort of cut yourself off from these little ideas, little, uh, these little opportunities to kind of navigate it in a way that's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Does that a, make sense what I just said? Yeah, I think so. I, um, one thing that I like to do is, um, if you're like, stuck in a conversation. I tend to be long-winded and talk a lot. And it's a trait that I feel get is carried through my family. It's not just something that I came up with on my own. I feel like a lot of people in my family do that. And um, you can, you know, 
when you feel like you've had enough of that conversation, you can just say, oh, I have to go to the bathroom or I'm going to get something to drink. Would you like anything? And then just, you know, bring it back. Because by the time you get back from getting your drink and taking some time away and for yourself, that person is probably talking to someone else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so you could just be it's funny, like, sneaky like that's that. right. For me, I can literally feel in my body when it's best to vacate. Mm-hmm. Like it, it might be going fine, but eventually just listening so intently or for whatever reason, I don't even know what the mm-hmm. reason is, but I can just feel like my body saying, you've got to catch your breath here and get mm-hmm. a break. Yeah. I, I don't feel it in my body, but when I notice that I'm listening to someone but then I think like, I don't, I don't know what they just said to me. Like I like zoned out for a second. That's the sign for me. That's like, <laughs> okay, it's time to, it's time to get up, yeah. you know, cause you can't listen anymore, you know? Yeah. But like the main thing we're saying here is like, don't be a victim. You do, yeah. you, you take control of, yeah. of the situation. You're in charge of your own self experience. Ex- yeah. You're in charge of your own experience. Perfect. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, you're responsible for yourself. Yeah. And, and like what we're going to leave you with is like the main thing that I think is, uh, the most effective is really just to be loving mm-hmm. and compassionate mm-hmm. with even people that disrupt you or mm-hmm. upset you or tick you off or are rude to you. It's like love and compassion literally can melt it can sever the ties between you and them energetically. And it can oftentimes as well have a remarkable response in the other person. Yeah. And looking at them in with gratitude, like, thank you for giving me the opportunity for growth. You know, that's, yeah. that's a really powerful um, way to view things, you know. And when people, if you look at someone who's triggered you with gratitude, you know, with you know, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity for growth. They feel that and yeah. it changes their energy too. Right. And you know, we're all, we're all guilty of the things we get annoyed about other people. <laughs> like, uh, we had this, this, uh, when we were at Rhythmia, I didn't even tell you about this. I don't think, but I was, it was I was going through my really powerful night two ceremony mm. with ayahuasca. And I'm trying to think of how to, how to say this. But I found myself because I was going through so much at, at such a just so much that night that I found myself kind of out of sync with the group. Like the the whole group will kind of go through cycles of mm. upheaval and then rest. And for the most of the group, it was a time of rest. There was a real positive song on. No one was purging. It was real quiet. The energy was very still. And then I like. <gasps> <laughs> I hawked this lug. Yeah. I hate to say, so crude to say, but I hawked this lug really loudly because I was not mindful of the group. And I, I could, I could feel people's like disgust with that. Like, <laughs> oh my God, at this point of the song, you would have the audacity to do that. How inconsiderate. And I was like, oh, and I felt like such an idiot. I even wrote down on my hand, like to remember that. To, to be humbled and remember that there are times where you screw up too, buddy, and you <laughs> piss people off and you aren't, aren't even aware of it. Um, and I kind of disrupted the whole room with this. this I would this just lyric. say this. I didn't notice. Well, you were far away. But I was far it, away that's but how I it felt to me. Yeah. And there were people around that I, that literally moaned like, ugh. <laughs> but, but it was to show me like, 
you have no business judging, condemning anybody mm-hmm. because all of us have times like this yeah. where, where we're struggling. Yeah. What's really beautiful about the medicine, though, is that those groans may not have had anything to do with that particular thing, but the fact that they groaned at that particular moment, you took it as such. Perhaps. Know? And, I hope that was and the case. It was, <laughs> and even still, it's like it, it's an opportunity for you to look at yourself and say, hey, you know, I'm not perfect and I do hawk loogies at inappropriate times. Yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? <laughs> but anyway, just sort of like, you know, humbling ourselves and, and that allows us to have love and compassion for people. Mm-hmm. Like someone, maybe, maybe someone's rude to you and says something sort of undermining. Well, it's like, what? led up to them saying that well maybe a bad day maybe a string of bad luck maybe an abusive parent maybe a a grandparent that was abusive to their parent Mm -hmm. maybe the fact that they had no no one gave them tools to to cope with their own emotions so they sort of learned unconsciously from their surroundings which is fairly nutty for all of us and it's like wow there's a lot that goes into that one comment yeah it's it's really um important during the holidays to be understanding because not even just families, like when you're going and seeing your family, just in general, like if you're at Starbucks, you know, and the person behind you is like rude to you or in front of you is rude to you. It's really because just, it's like a fact people are more stressed out during the holidays and, um, they're spending more money than ever and they're throughout the whole year and, and they're, have more to do they're busier and they're just uh it's a high stress time and you know being understanding and knowing that the stress and the rudeness that these people may be giving off it's got nothing to do with you and it's really just about them and probably what they're feeling yeah just the situation yeah it it provokes it kind of yeah yeah but um, anything else you want to add Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, that's the main message, my friends, is all that we said. I would <laughs> say, well, we'll certainly help you out over the holiday season. Yeah. And these are all things that we learned from experience. All the things that we shared, we did not do. And we kind of suffered the consequences in, in a variety of different ways. And just through our own experience, we've, we've wisened up a little bit and learned um, that there, there are wise, better ways of navigating such times. Yeah. And if there's um, any questions or anything that you guys might have about this particular topic, um, you can message me on Instagram or get a Skype session with with either of us. um, From what's your website? I don't even know. (laughs) Awakeninghelp.com. Yeah, and um, we're we're happy to help you guys. You know, in any way we can. Yeah. If and, the, if this podcast wasn't coherent because neither one of us are fully grounded back into our bodies right. after Costa Rica. Okay, my friends. Happy holidays. See you next week. Have an amazing day. Namaste. Namaste.